up, y'all? Sam here uh, with some announcements for this week. First of all, our leadership interest form is due tonight at midnight. Um, if you are interested in leading next year, you can go to appwesley.org slash leadership and fill out that form. Uh, as we are currently in Holy Week, you can check out appwesley.org slash Easter on a way that you can share the joy of Christ's resurrection through Easter eggs. More will be posted on Instagram and Facebook the next coming days. Uh, if you would like to participate in the virtual worship team for next week's Easter podcast, those audio submissions are due Friday. Uh, all information is available at appwesley.org slash music. Um, remember to continue registering for the Beach Retreat from May 11th to the 15th. Uh, you can check out the homepage um, at appwesley.org uh, for information on that. Um, as always, you can submit, still submit your prayers for Monday nights at appwesley.org slash prayer. Um, for these podcasts on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, you can always join in um, by sharing a witness, testimony, praise, uh, etc. And email the text, email or text the message to Justin, and he'll share that. Um, and as always, you can stay up to date on all things at appwesley.org. Uh, I hope you guys are staying safe out there. God bless. y'all join me in prayer let your word O god break open our hearts this day through the power of the holy spirit that we may be present in this holy week ready to meet jesus as he is not what we expect him to be amen
his portion and he is our prize Down to redemption by the grace in his eyes If his grace is an ocean we're all sinking When heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss And my heart turns violently inside of my and I don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about the way that he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves Lexi Stone. Um, I'm a senior at App and at Wesley. I've gone to Wesley the past four years. Um, all of my college career I've been going and it's been a huge part um, of my college experience and as this year comes to a close on um, my plans for after graduation, I'm actually going to be at App for another year. Um, I'm doing accelerated admissions um, like a four plus one thing, so I'm doing grad school for a year. Um, I'm doing it in special ed, which, if you didn't know, that was also my undergrad. Um, so, yep, I'll be here for another year. Post that, I don't really know where I'm going to go, so we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a special ed teacher. Um, but just to talk about, like, my senior year and everything that is going on right now, whenever Justin asked me to talk, like, the first thing that came to mind was um be still you know um psalm 46 10 he says be still and know that i am god i will be exalted among the nations i'll be exalted in the earth um so actually i got um, a tattoo on my wrist my freshman year and it says be still so this verse means a lot to me and it's always been a huge part of my life like it is my verse um i relate to it so much and through every season of life it has applied to me and that is why I got this tattoo like I got it in a time of change in my life and there was a lot of you know uncertainty and it was meant to be a daily reminder to be still and to trust in God and release the need of control um I have such a huge like control free problem like I want to control all the aspects of my life I want to know what's going to happen in the future and I have a hard time just being still um, so that's why the first is so important to me because I constantly have to remind myself that like I'm not in control um, God is and you know my, this whole year my entire senior year you know besides what's going on right now has been a year of change like so many things have changed um, in my personal life and with school like it has been such just a huge um, season of transformation and change and you know this semester was my semester 
for student teaching. Um, I loved my classroom. I was in a self-contained class and I only had five kids, but I loved them so much. And it was so life-giving and like I just felt like God put me in that classroom for a reason. And I was really being able to carry out like my passion, um, my gifts. And then this whole thing happened and that just kind of got ruined. And then I um, came home, decided to in this quarantining, social distancing here at home in Lumberton, North Carolina, um, just because like I'd rather be with my family during this time. Um, the past four years, I really haven't been able to come home that often, so it's been nice to just be here, but it's definitely, again, just a huge change. Like, if you would have told me six months ago that I would be where I am now in life, um, I would probably laugh because it's just so different. Like everything's taking a 180. But um, that being said, I'm learning to find a lot of beauty in my life right now. Um, and like I'm truly learning, I feel like for the first time, though I've had this tattoo and I've always loved this verse, I'm truly learning now to be like how to be still and how to deal with uncertainty and change and having faith in something like so much bigger than me and like my silly human plans because like no matter how much obviously we can plan out for our lives or think they're going to go a certain way um that's not the case and at the end of the day like we can only control so much you know we can't control what's going on in the world around us and what's going to happen for us and you know sometimes God has a bigger plan that it's just so much bigger than what we imagine for our lives and you know sometimes he's got a little terrible wrench in there and we have to get back on track with his and I don't know I just really this during this season um I'm learning how to just be still and I'm learning to be okay with the present and not worrying about the future or the past. Like I really am learning how to live in the moment and just um, stay positive and be thankful and grateful for everything that I have. Like, yeah, I've lost a lot in the past few months and life is so different and not, you know, exactly exactly where I thought it was going to look like, like I'm not going to have a regular graduation, you know, um, just senior year, last semester of Wesley, and getting to see friends and people who are going to be moving away, even though, like, I'm going to be staying in this, I didn't expect, you know, this to happen so suddenly, and, like, there's a lot of stuff to grieve right now, and there is a lot of loss, but I'm also looking at everything that I'm gaining right now and just being able to become closer with my family um, and my brother and my sister and just taking that, not taking that time for granted like I think I always have taken them for granted and just being able to be with them right now is really great and just the weather's been really beautiful like I'm sitting outside right now and I'm just so grateful for that the sun and the grass and warm weather no more snow um and just getting a chance to focus on all these like simple things in life that before i wasn't really paying attention to and now i'm actually learning to just stop and just live in the present and be still and look at what god is putting around me and listening more closely to what he's trying to tell me 
Um, so this has been a really, though, it was very difficult at first and it's still difficult at times. Um, I think this is going to be a very big season of growth and transformation for me and I, I see that and I'm excited about the process and I'm excited about the future even though like I have no idea what's going to happen in the next few months. I don't know when I'm going back to Brune. I don't know what's going to happen with grad school but I'm like really just hopeful and I have a lot of faith in God and I have a lot of faith in the world right now even though you know all these bad things are happening and that's all we're you know hearing about in the news right now is coronavirus and death and that and just all of this like really upsetting and depressing news and it can be really easy to just get yourself bogged down in that and to get very worrisome and let anxiety and fear take over and you know just being sad that you're not being, being able to be around all your friends right now and just that big feeling of FOMO, like you're missing out on everything you're supposed to experience this semester. But even with all that, you know, there are still good things and there's a lot to be grateful for right now. And looking around the world, like just seeing how people are stepping up to help their neighbors and to help others and donating things, like it just is restoring, you know, my faith in humanity. And I don't think that humanity is going downwards. I think we're going upwards from here, hopefully. And I think that this season is going to teach a lot of people um, what really matters in life. Like it's not about spending money and going out and doing all these crazy things. Like sometimes it simply is just sitting in the backyard um, with your dog or with your family and just enjoying the moment, you know. And in those moments um, is where I found that I have felt the most close to God that I've been in the last four years because I let so many other things get in the way and bog down my faith and I was so like off his staff I didn't even realize it I was so blinded by so many human things that were going on and now this time it's given me a lot of clarity and I'm seeing a lot of God in my life right now and I felt like I wasn't before but I just wasn't looking in the right places before so I hope all of you are being able to use this time in a positive way to grow and seek God and seek clarity and just be still and just be present because you know we don't know what's going to happen and we can't control it this is out of our control all we can do right now is follow the CDC and just try to stay at home and social distance so everyone can be healthy and we can protect those who are at risk and yeah just be still um so i hope everyone has a great week um thank you for, for listening to me ramble um the past 10 minutes but um i hope to see all of you soon Hey everyone, it is Holy Week and we continue to move forward in our Lenten series with all your heart. And tonight we're going to look at the idea of preparing. For the last several weeks, this is exactly what we have been doing, preparing for what is to come and what is transpiring. I don't know about you, but for me, this has been one heck of a Lent. I know it is now a cliche, but there's this meme that us pastors uh, have been sharing around because you know you all love that pastor humor. But the meme is, 
This has been the lintiest lint ever. <laughs> the challenge for us during the Lenten season is to add disciplines to our lives that will help us grow into a deeper relationship with God and the amazing acts God has done in and through Jesus Christ for all of us. I think, however, with the threat of COVID-19, the stay-at-home orders, and the somewhat solitude we have been forced to be in over these last few weeks has challenged us in this season. It has challenged us to either pay better attention to our disciplines or our disciplines have overwhelmed our spirits in a good way and this time has in fact helped us to grow closer to God. I would prayerfully believe it is the latter that has been and is the case, that being in this challenging period in our lives has opened us up to a better appreciation of life, of community, of faith, and of accepting God's timing and space within our lives. My friends, this time of preparing, I hope, has been a true time of preparing for the celebratory experience that is coming, as we again in the coming days will celebrate the resurrection of Christ and the power of grace that is found in this event. But for now, we are in a week that in and of itself can be defined as a true preparation. This past Sunday was Palm Sunday, the day in which we recognize the triumphant journey of Jesus into Jerusalem. It is easy to say triumphant journey because in some way we already know the outcome. But what if we place ourselves on that dirt path leading into the holy city and we turn our hearts to the days that are currently before us? The righteous anger of Jesus in the temple. The foretelling of betrayal and denial. The time of prayer when friends and disciples couldn't even stay awake. The torture and execution that was awaiting. How things really take a turn and how we must prepare our hearts again to receive and believe this message of hope and redemption for the world. Here now, our scripture reading for tonight. Alex will be reading Luke's gospel for us. Hello, everyone. Our scripture reading comes from Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 40. After Jesus said this, he continued on ahead up to Jerusalem. As Jesus came to Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he gave two disciples a task. He said, go into the village over there. When you enter it, you will find tied up there a colt that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, why are you untying it? Just say, its master needs it. Those who had been sent found it exactly as he had said. As they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, Its master needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their clothes on the colt, and lifted Jesus onto it. As Jesus rode along, they spread their clothes on the road. As Jesus approached the road leading down from Mount of Olives, the whole throng of his disciples began rejoicing. They praised God with a loud voice because of all the mighty things they had seen. They said, Blessings on the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heavens. 
Some of the Pharisees from the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, scold your disciples. Tell them to stop. He answered, I tell you, if they were silent, the stones would shout. I was going through some choral music I have stashed away in my files. And sometimes I like to pull some of the music out and just play around with it on the piano in the chapel. A piece I pulled was from when I was in middle school and was invited to sing with the North Carolina Honors Course. Dr. Anton Armstrong from St. Olaf College was the clinician. And if you've never heard of him, look up some of his works in the St. Olaf Choir on YouTube. Very, very passionate work. But let me get back to my story. The piece I pulled is called City Called Heaven. The editor of the arrangement wrote that this is a sorrow song. And I wanted to read to you the words that I read as I played the notes earlier today. I am a pilgrim, a pilgrim of sorrow. I'm left in this wide world, this wide world alone. Ain't got no hope, got no hope for tomorrow. Trying to make it, make heaven my home. Sometimes I'm tall stand, I'm driven, Lord. Sometimes I just don't know which way to turn. I heard of a city, a city called heaven, trying to make it, make heaven my home. I think in our current world, these words have so much meaning, not only in relation to our scripture reading from earlier, but also in our own lives. See, as a brother in Christ, I recognize for all of us that we are pilgrims along this journey. We move to and from physical and spiritual places along this walk. We try and we try to prepare for what is to come, just like the old adage we've heard before. I knew it was coming, yet I still wasn't fully prepared. Or very similar to that, I prepared for this time and and even knew that it was coming, but still was not ready. I wonder, along this journey, along this dusty path into Jerusalem, if Jesus felt like that. I wonder how Jesus continued to prepare for what was to come, and even in knowing, had the power to keep moving forward. Just thinking about this makes my stomach weak, but for me, it would feel like the anticipation of a roller coaster. I mean, you get in line. You walk small step after small step for up to 30 minutes or longer to get to the gates of the cart. Your heart pounds faster and faster. You sit and strap into the cart. You've been ready. You know what's coming. You've had all day in line to repair. Yet what's wrong? The clinking of the chain fills your ears. The silence of the crowd deafens. The breeze begins to blow a bit stronger. As you climb, climb, climb. You look down to see the people below, now the size of ants. The chain stops. There's silence. The coaster pauses as it gently caresses the curb. It's the moment you prepare for. But have you prepared enough? You can't see what's below. And over the top you go, plunging 300 feet toward the black asphalt below, your breath taken away. And all you want to do at this point is for this torture to be over so you can get back in line and do it again. I am a pilgrim, 
a pilgrim of sorrow. I'm left in this wide world, this wide world alone. Ain't got no hope, got no hope for tomorrow. Trying to make it, make heaven my home. Sometimes I'm tossed and I'm driven, Lord. Sometimes I just don't know which way to turn. I heard of a city, a a city called heaven, trying to make it, make heaven my home. So again, I wonder, I wonder along this journey, along this dusty path into Jerusalem, if Jesus felt like that. I wonder how Jesus continued to prepare for what was to come. And even in knowing what was going to happen, had the power to keep moving forward. You know, I think there's a simple answer found in Scripture. And just like the ride of a roller coaster, when we get to the crest of the curve, we've prepared, but we aren't fully ready. I think this is where Jesus is during this most holy of weeks. Hear this from Luke chapter 22, verses 39 through 46. And he came out and went, as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. When he arrived at the place called Gethsemane, he said to them, Pray continually that you may not fall into redemption. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, and this is what I want you to hear, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup of divine wrath from me. Yet not my will, but always yours be done. Now an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, deeply distressed and anguished, almost to the point of death, he prayed more intently, and his sweat became like drops of blood, falling down to the ground. When he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping from sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not fall into temptation. My friends, as we've entered Jerusalem with Jesus, we know what is to come. We've read it over and over again. But I encourage you to not fall asleep, but keep awake to be refreshed again and to accept daily the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. This holy week, filled with the last of things of Jesus, God incarnate on this earth, may they not be last for us, but new beginnings to continually be able to prepare for the coming of our Lord in our hearts over and over again. Holy Week, it's like a roller coaster. We're excited with Jesus in the triumphant entry We become nervous with anticipation as we draw closer and closer to the top. We cry out in agony. Maybe that's too strong of a word, but you understand. As we come plunging toward the earth with no control. But we land peacefully at the starting point yet again to dwell and to continue with hope and with the Spirit's leading into Christ's resurrection. And because we have this hope and this faith, we can continue along this roller coaster of life in this pilgrim journey, just trying to make it, make heaven my home. Amen.
praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. 